Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Cheeseheads. What a wonderful world we live in, eh? What a fantastic result we've got today. I was, uh, if you listen to the, the last week's pod, <laughs> I was doom and gloom about this after the results we've had. But that's what Spurs are all about, completely confounding your expectations at times. Um, so it's been a tough week on social media. There's been all sorts of stuff with the manager as well, Conte, and then we've got the typical Pep Guardiola stuff before the match, talking about Kane and the bids they put in, Sky doing their best to get into that narrative as well. It was, just felt like a thoroughly frustrating week, and today was going to culminate in the worst possible result. And it didn't, and we're buzzing. Here to chat about it, all the way from South London's Mr Paul Muir. How are you doing, Paul? Oh, mate, what about that, eh? As Crow says in Gladiator, are you not entertained? What a result <laughs> that is. What a fucking result that is after this week. Get in there, lads. Immensely proud. Immensely proud. Yeah, it was great stuff. And we've even managed to get him from his slumber very early in the morning in Australia. How you doing, Dave? What a beautiful day, eh? Never in doubt. <laughs> Never in doubt. 3-2, just like 1981 all over again. Ricky Villa, morning all. <laughs> the weird thing is as well, because it's a Saturday, so we're not really used to this. I've got another day of the weekend to, to be happy about it. And you've got the entire day yourself, haven't you? It must be nice waking up to that, even if you did miss some of the first half. But thanks I, for coming on day no to, to chat about it. No worries. I'm just going to choose which Spurs shirt I'm going to wear all day today. <laughs> Excellent. Right, let's crack into it as we always do with the lineup. Um, Paul, you messaged me before the match and said you were happy with it. Uh, yeah, very happy. It was good to see Cesc uh, being given another opportunity uh, in an important game against a, a top opposition. Um, I think it's pretty good management actually from Conte. You know, take somebody off the 28, 29 minutes last weekend, and then you know you put them back in again today. So uh, I thought it was pretty decent. Really good to see Dyer back. Um, yeah, I, I think he's just he's one of those people that just makes everything around him a little bit calmer uh, these days. And we were going. It looked like we might be going um, three five. 
too. Um, anyway, it looked like that for when we saw the lineup. So I think everybody would be happy about that. So yeah, that was good. Yeah, very happy about it. Very happy. Yeah, and it was interesting to see the new boys in there today as well, wasn't it, Dave? Um, they've been slowly blooded in over a matter of a few games, but um, getting a chance today to start for Kulisevsky as well. Yeah, look, I'll give you my opinion in, in retrospect because I, I was asleep for the first 40 minutes of the game and then woke up five <laughs> minutes ago, so full disclosure. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. It's good that Sessignon played. I mean, obviously, Reggie's got COVID, um, yeah. and it was good that, you know, after that, that kind of thing, and he doesn't look the most confident of, of gentlemen, Sessignon, so the fact that no. he uh, he was picked was good. Uh, Kulisevsky, uh, we'll get on to him. He's, he's an interesting player. I like him. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a good lineup. And Dyer back. Dyer, Romero, and Davis, that's our best three centre backs. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, it's interesting that Winks, after the Winks renaissance or Winks naissance, whatever you want to call it, called it, he, you know, he's finally been dropped this week. Lucas, who we've been saying, does he really deserve the opportunity he's been given? He's been dropped this week. So for me, it was just interesting that he made those choices in, in such a big game. I think after uh, last weekend, Winks had no uh, right to be anywhere near the starting eleven uh, this week, yeah. unfortunately. He played pretty badly last week and quite rightly uh, dropped, which is, uh, yeah, as it should be. Yeah, no, I think I agree. But I think some of us have been saying he should have dropped other players at other times and hasn't. So it was quite, yeah, I was happy with the lineup. It all made sense. I was glad that Ben Tenker got a, got an opportunity and I must figure out how to pronounce his name properly. Um, and yeah, and, and glad to see Kula because I think he offers something slightly different and, it, you know, we all needed to see what he was like over a full game of football. Right, cracking into it. <laughs> Didn't have to watch very much football before like we scored, Paul. It was, it was madness, four minutes in. Four minutes in, you're thinking, here we go. Uh, Kane drops in. Oh, lovely kind of angle ball from Davis. Kane drops in some space. Son sees that space. Kane's gone into, ends on his bike, around the corner. And uh, Walker's nowhere to be seen. I thought, okay, here we go. Son's going to slot it. And actually, I was very surprised he squared it. And Kuzaki, nice and calm, through Cancelo's legs, I think it was. Um, mm. Yeah, really, really nice goal. Fortunately, back a few times. And just like the appreciation of like Kane and, and left foot around the corner ball, slots it between, uh, sorry, the inside of the, the, uh, the defender and the rest is history. Yeah, lovely start and just a really nice goal. Really, really free. Yeah, and it was interesting at that point because Man City, it looked like it was just going to fall into the familiar pattern, which it did anyway. But it was that, you know, Man City were, were dominant in possession and we got a, a goal kick and they were pressing high. But to me, it just seemed like a bit of a half-hearted press in the sense they didn't really close us down. And they gave Davis that opportunity to feed the ball in. And like I say, that touch from Kane, it's just fantastic. Mm. And in days like this, I mean, I still don't think Sun was fantastic today I think there was other opportunities he could have done better with but um, Dave the timing of that run was fantastic and then his composure to pick out Kula was, was great wasn't it look I've, I um, <laughs> as I said I woke up five minutes before half time you've seen the bloody replay Dave come on <laughs> I've, I've just very quickly seen the replay of the very last bit of the goal with Spanish commentary on YouTube okay and they were excited <laughs> And uh, so, so Sonny, it was interesting from Sonny because he looked a bit, normally, and he's top, on top of his game, you'd have thought he'd have just gone for it himself, right? But yeah, he did yeah, have yeah. awareness of mind, put in Kulicheski and, and a great finish. And for Kulicheski, a great confidence booster to get that goal. Yeah, 
And I like the fact he went for a nutmeg. What interests me is that because Sun gets wiped out, so I do wonder if Cooler had missed that, whether we would have got a pen or not. I don't know. Maybe this, this phases of play and stuff. Who knows these days? But he's still not. Great he's play. still not even. I think I said this last week. Son is not at ninety percent fitness at the moment. Yes, I know he's against one of the quickest fullbacks in European football, and I think, mm. as I said in the Patreon chat, I think um, Walker got a bit into Son's head. Like you can't beat me for pace. You're not. You, you're going to have to do something like really special. I think that kind of got to Sonny a bit. And uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we, if he did miss that uh, Kuzeski, then it would, would have been a, would have been a penalty. I don't think he probably would have done uh, looking at how the, 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 the ref, um, how the ref ref the game, so to speak. So he gave yeah, him nothing. Might yeah. Be right. yeah. But might it be doesn't right. matter because we, 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 we went one nil up with a beautiful, a beautiful, so pretty. And I don't think that we would have really changed how we played because that, that just seemed to be the, the way we were going to play. Whether we'd got that goal early or not, we were always going to sit back and we mm-hmm. had like a rigid five at the back in a straight line. All the, you know, the midfielders were, were trying to sort of do semi press and, and, make it a little bit difficult for players. But Man City basically enjoyed the majority of the possession and, and they were knocking at the door, weren't they, for the rest of that game. I know we had a few chances, but it was, it was pretty dominant from Man City in terms of possession anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, they didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, obviously, people watched it. We were five, pretty much 5-4-1, weren't we? Out of possession. And then as soon as like one of our midfielders, Benton Kaur, or Hoybiek, when he was not falling over, looking for free kicks... Um, sprung with the ball. I thought Bentancourt played really well today, uh, for what it's worth. And then we, and then normally it comes with Kuzeski, which was, you know, he's not the quickest, which is unfortunate because he could probably like, you know, if 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 he was really quick, then we'd have a really really like good offensive weapon. But yeah, we seem to break um with a plan. Really, it was like you know, as soon as it feed the ball into Kane in ten position, um. Yeah, and we know that you know the full the, the fullbacks or the wingbacks, excuse me, can get forward. And Kane found them a few times. So did Son as well. Son played a really nice crossfield pass to uh, Royale that brought it down, which led to mm. Royale just over the top of the bar. Um, but yeah, it seemed to be the game plan: soak it up five four one, bosh, then straight into almost like a three five two or, or a three four three with uh, Kuleski, uh breaking wide on the right. That seemed to be the game plan. Yeah, it did. Um, it was interesting that a lot of Man City's play went down their left and our right because we had Romero playing over there. And, but, and Kulisevsky, I'd say, was probably doing a bit more defending than the Sun was. And Sessegnon is a little bit lightweight, but they, they seem to pepper it down that side. Uh, and in the end, for their goal, the, the ball came across from, from there. What did you think of the goal, Dave? Um, Lloris obviously, didn't uh, in his 400th appearance, didn't really do very well with it, did he? It's almost like uh, it's like the Arsenal curse, really. You get a player who signs that long that contract extension, and then their form <laughs> falls off a cliff. Uh, the last few games, he's not played that well. Um, you know, I even think the goal at Chelsea, the first one, he could have made more of an attempt at the shot and trying to save it. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's not his finest moment. So this is his first form dip, really, since Project Restart. Um, mm. So it was very, very disappointing. Um, and you know it's five. I mean, it's just it's coming up to half time or whatever, and we've uh, we've let in the equaliser. So I just think that uh, it's disappointing. But you know, second half he made some great saves and he redeemed himself, unlike Ozil and Aubameyang. <laughs> that is true. That notable save from uh, Gundogan was was awesome as well. Like real stretching left and left to his left, not an easy one at all. So yeah, it's just frustrating. And I know that uh, De Bruyne are running in front of him 
probably put him off a little bit, made it difficult. It was a dangerous cross, really awkward to deal with. But just the fact that it just fell to you know a Man City player's feet um, was very disappointing in that sense. But you know that's that's the point of being a goalkeeper, isn't it? You make mistakes, they're going to get highlighted. Can I just do a compare and contrast to last year? So last year when we played them at their place, I woke mm. up, turned on the phone. First thing I see is that ball go massively in the air. Bambi, Davis and Sanchez falls down underneath it. Gwendolyn scores. I laugh and I turn off the phone and go back to sleep. So this year, it's all a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a better experience. Interesting stats today was that, what was it, the last four times we've played Man City, we've had a different manager. Different manager, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but we, we, we still have got results against Man City. Out of all of the top, what, four teams or whatever, it feels like, uh, this is this is another one of Franco's stats <laughs> where I've got no idea whether it's true, but it feels like we've got more results against Man City than anyone else over the years. Like they're they're a team that we can can cause problems, and and they do seem to struggle when we play in this counter attacking way. Maybe it shouldn't have been so much of a surprise today that we managed to get the result. What do you think in the first half, or basically in the entire game, Paul about Kane because th- that was it in the first half. I think for like the first half of the first half, we were getting a bit of joy. Kane was kind of springing a few attacks. We were getting a bit of possession in their in their half, but then really, as the game went on, they just started to dominate us more and more, didn't they? It felt like, uh, yeah, that was always going to be the way, wasn't it? It was almost like they got they had a bit of a lazy start. We we poked the tiger by scoring, and then like it comes away, uh, sorry, comes alive, so to speak. Uh, Kane today, probably his best performance in season and um, the, the season, mm. well, definitely the season so far. Maybe yeah. I mean what he's up against and the context of this week and, and stuff and who's playing against after what happened in the summer. That's probably one of his best performances in the Spurs yet, really. He was absolutely superb today. They they, they they didn't know what to do with him. I mean, yeah, Laporte is a good defender. Rodri's a very good defensive midfielder. Um, you know, th- th- yeah, th- th- these are not mugs that he's playing against. And um, he showed, he held it up as well. Um you know, he had another. Good, he could have had a hat trick on a different day today. Um, mm. Yeah, I thought. I thought he was superb today. I thought it was superb, and you know, any 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 he he basically led as well. He he he, he didn't. He he was always like geeing people up. There was none of that kind of like you know, because Sky was obviously watching him and the cameras on him all the time. There's none of this kind of like, what the fuck mm. am I doing here under his breath or anything like that. I mean, he, he really like, yeah, he lo- he looked really happy and he really enjoyed it. And then in, in the post match with Son as well, he was he was yeah, you could see that he was very very happy and I don't know if it I mean some people have like what's at me now they've said well is that a kind of come and get me kind of performance I, I think that's a little bit harsh yeah but this is another reason why I say fuck Sky Sports because you're right in the, in the, in the interview afterwards there was no need to ask it no there wasn't. He, and he said he kind of made the excuse the comment uh, the, the interviewer and said I'm not going to labour the point but was this performance with everything that happened in the summer in mind and I love the fact Kane just said no. This is the fact that we lost three games in a row. That was what was in my mind because it like it's just uh, it's just absurd the the narrative that Sky try and peddle already trying to sell him in the summer and it was talked about throughout the game. I just think piss off Sky. You are just so annoying. Look, it's a general media. There is a general media agenda against our club. Okay, so look, I I subscribe and. I subscribe and read the Daily Telegraph. No, it doesn't mean I own a country estate and go grouse shooting on the weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 you could put up on the on, on your laptop like five anti-Tottenham articles at the same time. Jason Burt must have been upset about his all-or-nothing appearance. He's a sports editor. He's always writing against Tottenham. Matt Law as well. Mm. There's a real agenda. The BBC have been trying to sell Kane for years. 
and and Sky Sports, you know. So Gary Neville goes for a round of golf with Harry Kane and talks about sending him to Man City. So I, I'd like to see Dean Austin take Marcus Rashford for a round of golf in the summer and talk about selling the Real Madrid. <laughs> see how that works. It's it is it's just obscene though. And the Conte stuff this week, I hate it. Like he's, I love the fact he came out in the press and said maybe I should never talk to Italian media again if it's going to be misinterpreted, basically like this. What did he expect though? What did he? he he's been around long enough. See, I don't subscribe to this idea that yeah, he was mid. Yeah, they've gone in, but of course they're going to go in. Mean, he's an elite world coach. What did he mm. expect talking to the press like that? He he's been around long enough to know how they work. You can use them. Obviously, the way the way that kind of like Pete Jose did, or you can use them a little bit like Klopp does, and and but did he really expect that there was going to be nothing made that interview with Sky Italia? Did he really expect that? If he is, then he's naive, and I don't believe he's naive for one second. He knew exactly what he was doing. There's going to be a few more of these between now and the summer. I I, I guarantee because it, it's part of the attritional war between him and him and the board. I guess because there's no other way of doing it unless it's just an ego thing, like you know. He knew what he's walking into, and if he's using the press yeah. to get the board back on side or get the board to come more around to his way of thinking, good luck with that. Good luck with that. But don't expect that you are that oh, there might cause between the problem between the coach, the team, and the board. You know exactly what you were doing. I just don't subscribe to that. I just don't subscribe that it was like blown out of proportion. It was lost in translation because that's nonsense as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Paul. And let's not forget that our our coach is, is someone who uh, successfully sued Chelsea for constructive dismissal or unfair dismissal. Don't worry, cheese room lawyers, it's all in the public record. So the reality <laughs> is he knows exactly what he's doing. And, you know, I'm more than happy with what he's doing because he is the best manager we have had appointed by Enoch and mm. he needs to be backed and um, there will be plenty of people that will be after him. Look at what Ancelotti at Everton. You know, Real Madrid clicked their fingers and he went running. So I don't have a problem with it. You know, he, he's telling, apparently, according to Athletic, he's been telling Levy some home truths that no one's been telling to him for years. He knows what he's doing. And, um, and that's it. I mean, the, on the balance, on the flip side of it, is the concern which has been expressed in the, in the chat on uh, Patrick Slack about, well, is he undermining the squad? Is he making them not? not confident well one player Cecil who could be brittle after being taken off after 28 minutes today he was he was there and amongst it so who knows no and it doesn't seem like team spirit is dropping at all I think they all like playing no. for him and if yeah. he wants to do that sort of thing in the media fair enough but it was interesting that you said you know Daniel Levy's under no illusions like I've got an open door with him and if I feel like something needs to be said I'll say it to him which I think is probably true um and maybe that's it. Maybe he's just so candid with everybody that he felt like saying it in the Italian press as well. Great. But yeah, you're right. I'm sure that he's not naive enough to think it wouldn't come back in some way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on to the second half. Um, it kind of started off very, very similar. I'm messaging Dave and Dave's like, I missed the first half. And I was like, it's pretty much the same as what you, you can see now. It was um, plenty of City possession. But then we just scored these great breakaway goals. And the finish from Kane for the second one, Dave, it was just... It was just Brilliant, wasn't he? Top class. Uh, it was just absolutely superb. And, uh, you know, the, I mean, obviously the one that, you know, when he, he could have, uh, the one that he missed, I mean, to make it 3-1, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the, I, I was like slamming my fist and shouting. I thought, this is, oh, we've, it's typical Spurs, 3-1 up, we've lost our moment. But, you know, the, the whole, the, the, the way, he had a man of match performance today and great link up with Sonny. So, yeah, it was absolutely superb. He had a great game. Yeah. No, you're right. That that the one that came straight after that, where he could have just lifted it slightly, he yes. just tries to place it, and the goalie's mm. obviously just come out of his legs spread, 
So you just think, come on, just lift it, even just a foot, and that's in anywhere around there, and it's in. So it did. You kind of feel when you're playing top team like Man City, those mistakes might come back to haunt you, and and, and they very nearly did, I suppose. Um, it was very shortly after that that Larissa had to make that save from Gundogan, and then we had another chance, which Dave, you thought was a goal. <laughs> Paul, what, what about that one? It, it was offside, wasn't it? Even though it was a decent goal. Yeah, lovely switch. Um, yeah, he's taken it down. He's driven forward, which was really nice. He's not stopped and played it back inside. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was yeah, it's just like get in, and then all of a sudden, like you know, you see they cut to all. It could be offside. Like Carrick, what are you talking about, you prick? And uh, yeah, and then they, they, they it, unfortunately, he was he was off by quite a bit as well. But it it, it was yeah, it, it, expansive. I think you'd call it as well. You know, like from one side of pitch to the other, bring it down, hmm. drive it there, full back who's who's no mug, and then like cut it inside and then and, and go from there. And it was, it was a nice goal. Just unfortunately, it was offside. Yeah, and it was a bit fortuitous it fell to Kane, but I just thought that when it fell to him, he just had one touch and then just it was just a great finish. Was he, like Kane was on top form today, and I just think, it, yeah, single handedly he's kind of kept us in this game. Uh, so sorry, just on the on that goal, the dislego. So the sequence of events was: we score, we go three one up. I race out to the living room, kiss my kiss my youngest son on the head, who's watching some US sitcom, who's not that into football. But he does look like Eric Dyer. Race back in here sent a, a celebratory message to Franco saying, yes, I will do the pod. Happy days. Turn the, <laughs> the phone or the watch. I go, it's 2-1. What's happened? And I was very upset. Yeah, I was going to say fair weather podding, isn't it? You were like, no, I'm not too sure. And then as soon as we're winning, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. definitely on. Hey, listen, I'm, I was at Barnsley away in 98. Don't give me fair weather, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've, you've done your time. Thank you've done you. your suffering. That's fair enough. <laughs> but, I mean, it was it was it it felt like it was all going to fall apart, didn't it, really, with, the, with that penalty decision? And, again, Sky pissed me off so much because I don't feel like you could tell from, from that cross that it was definitely a handball and it was definitely intentional. But instantly, Sky were like, that's a pen. That's definitely going to, you know, definitely going to be given. Paul, what did, what did you think? It was a bit, I don't know, like it was in an unnatural position. His arm, he didn't need to have it up there, and it was just, a, it was one of those things where you just think, why have you done that? And you could see, like Romero looked a bit sheepish, didn't he? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, it's not, I thought he hit him in the forehead, actually. I thought he's like, I didn't realize his hand was up there. Um, yeah, yeah you, maybe the Italian defender of, of the year, maybe you might get away with that in, in Syria. I'm not too sure at Atlanta, but you're not going to get away with that in the Premier League. Um, 
apart from that, he was he was again he was very very good today. But uh, yeah, you're right about the sky, uh, the bias. It was like straight away. It was like yeah, like check it, check it kind of thing. And um, he had he had no reason for his hand to be up there. You're absolutely right. So I once you see it in slow mo, super slow kind of four K, it's just like yeah, yeah. That's, that's a penalty. And um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good penalty as well. Roof of the net, release went. Excuse me, Hugo Lloris went the right way, and uh, yeah, but it's just too high. Yeah. It, was, it was a good penalty. I hate Maris. He's got one of those like weirdly little faces, along with Richardson, that I just want to kick the shit out of. Really, I'd like to use it. <laughs> I, I don't like Riyad Maris because he's like obviously he won the league, didn't he, with Leicester? And but he's just got one of those. Yeah. Kind, it's just got one of those like nice little kind of like really kind of punchable kind of kneeing, you know, Muay Thai flying knee faces back fist. Knee. Just love to smash the fuck out of that face, along. Richardson as well, but hey, moving on. When you're doing a work, when you're doing your workouts and stuff like that in your classes, is that who you visualise when you're punching? Is that what you do? Uh, there's, there's quite a few people I visualise, but yeah, Richardson because he's always falling over, and then yeah, but Mares is especially kind of like what well, just something about him I don't really like. Um, so there, yeah, and Jack Wilshire as well. But the li- the list the list is long, but that's not what we're going to talk about. But yeah, Mares, good penalty, good finish, and you think right, the tides turn now and they're going to win this and. Mm. Well, yeah, and Sky did. Mm. Seven minutes of extra time Seven as minutes. well. This is ominous for Tottenham now. They've mm. got to hold can, on. Can they hold on? Fuck mm. off. We had the same. We had the same, same for the BN Sports. Seven minutes to go. Jim Beglin piping away. Yeah, they just get so excited, don't they? And that's what pissed. And that's why it was even more satisfying, <laughs> Dave, wasn't it? When we went up the other end. I mean, this is the thing about Kula. Like, I constantly moan about our terrible crossing. And it wasn't like it was one of those beautiful whipped ones, but he's just floated it up there, looking maybe looking at the back post, thinking, if I put this in the right place, Kane's going to attack this. And that's exactly what he did, didn't he? Just smashed through Walker. Brilliant header. Great goal. He, look, Kula, you know, in the appearances that he's made, I mean, the first thing you think to yourself is, he's not very fast, is he? He's a bit slow. And that's a bit of a worry in the Premier League. Mm. But he reminds me a little bit of Chrissy Waddle, even though Chrissy Wardle was quicker, and he and and the way he cuts inside and uh, he, he the cross in and and also I think about Kuliszewski, he looks he's looks class from the point of view he always seems to have a bit more time on the ball that he gives himself than yeah, normally is. Like and that's that a sign, well. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a sign yeah. of a class player. I also yeah. think he looks a little bit like the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age. Is it Josh Home? Well, that's all right as well. Um, which is better than Kevin De Bruyne, who looks like Prince Harry. Um, and then you know Kane sticks it away. I think Walker tried. To, Walker defended really badly for it, and we should never yeah, have sold him. We should never have sold Walker, but you know, Walker will be crying into his eyes tonight because uh, we got the better of him. So happy days, and and in it goes. And then I leaped out, run into the living room again, annoyed my son who's still watching his US sitcom, and rushed back in again. I hadn't been disallowed. <laughs> happy days. Oh, that's it. The disappointment of not being able to share these moments of anybody. I was uh, saying before we start the pod that I ran in after the match and my missus was in the bedroom and I went in and I went, Spurs won. She was like, yeah, I thought I heard you shouting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's that's one way of putting it. No interest in football whatsoever. Cheers. Um, But yeah, it's just... 
I still haven't really come down because it like, we're literally recording this about half an hour after the game's finished. So I'm I'm still absolutely buzzing. I'm just trying to look at the table to see what exactly it means. This is the thing after a run of poor results where we started to slip away from it. Uh, obviously the Gooners won today, which is frustrating. But West Ham, I watched that game. It was on BT Sport. Um, and they got frustrated by Newcastle, a bit resurgent now. And so they're, what, three points ahead. We've got three games in hand. United, four points ahead. We've got two games in hand. Arsenal on the same same amount of games, and they're three points ahead. It's mm, got to be North. Annoying. It's the North London derby. It comes down to that. If we can pull... Yeah, it seems like we played quite well against, like, yeah, when we're up against against the good teams, you know, not many people do the double over City. We did well against Liverpool when we played X three five two, and and Delhi played really really well. Um, you know, and that North London that North London derby. I don't want to jinx it, but if you know after the week we've had, and then we come up and we put that in there with the team performance, and you can see like you know when they were come off the pitch, like you know they're all like really buzzing as they should be, and there's a lot of togetherness. That that game, if we beat Arsenal, we'll get fourth, in my opinion. I think I think I think we're just yeah, with the games in the hand and who've got to play. I know I know Burnley had a good result today, but I think you know we we could take a lot from that today. But it, the, the key game, I believe, will be Arsenal, the, the, the rearranged Arsenal game. And you can imagine what Sky are going to be like about that. So, <laughs> I mean, if you if you look at the fixtures that we've got left, right? We've got to go to Liverpool away. Okay. Well, we've got nearly all the fixtures left, in fairness. We've only played 23 games. So yeah, what yeah. Got... But what I'm saying, in terms of what we've got left, we've got West Ham at home, I think. Mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. Liverpool away. Um, and we've got that Gooner game. The thing that concerns me is, you know, you know, the, the Leicester game was the last time we won in the league, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, we're all buzzing after that. And, we've, and I thought, right, this is, this is where we get our momentum and carry this forward. And then after that, we've had some shocking home performances. I'm a bit concerned yeah. about our home form and our ability to break down a team who play a particular way against us. That's what I'm concerned about. We don't play at mm. home again now to the 7th of March when we play Everton on a Monday night. It's a mm. March. I mean, there's not many home games left now. And after that, there's, there's United away, there's Brighton, the rearranged Brighton game on Wednesday. Yeah. And then we're back again at home at West Ham um, for a 2 o'clock on a Sunday. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah, the, the home form's not been great, especially after the last like couple of games. But I just hope that we can take a lot from that, you know. And and you know, somebody like Cess, you know, if if Reggie's going to be out again for another game, Cess can really push on from that. I think there's, I think you know, in the I, I, I keep going back to this, but in the context of this week, that is a mass. That could be like a real springboard, and I fucking yeah. hope it is. I really do. I really hope yeah. like, the boys, the boys are going like. Fuck you to the media and the bot and like you know, like okay, lads, here we go. This is us now. It's us. Let's go. Push on. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's all in our hands. That's the thing, isn't it? We just need to put this run together, and we've got two very winnable away games coming up in the next week, don't we? Um, mm-hmm. Are you confident for those, Dave? Well, I mean, we shouldn't be playing the Burnley game because we should have played it when it was on. But you know, because Sean Dyche was too yeah. busy putting a snowman on the pitch that we got it called off, right? So we should have played that game. And, um, uh, you know, that that's going to be a game where we're going to have to really dig in. Um, I'm, I'm worried about the squad depth. I really am. Because, you know, obviously mm. when Kane had that back spasm or whatever that was, and Hoiberg didn't look too crash hot at the end, um, we are a bit thin in places of the squad. So that's a concern there. Burnley is winnable. Yeah, they're struggling. But it's going to be a tough game. And I think we'll have to break them down. I know they're at home. I think we'll have to break them down. Um, mm. Leeds, Leeds are a you know they'll 
they've got problems, but they've you know they play at a high tempo. I mean, if you remember the game, was it the game last year where Mason was in charge? I mean, they absolutely pressed us uh, up at their place and 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 really demolished us. But the two winnable games, we got, to be honest, we've got to go there and win them. We really do. If we want to hit fourth, we've got to win those games. Mm. And an amazing result for Burnley today as well. <laughs> they won three 0 at Brighton, didn't they? Which is a real shocker, but away from home. But I think that's only their second win of the season because they're right down there, aren't they? Second from bottom. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I'm just looking at the table now. That's their, sec- their second win. Uh, the guy, the uh, the is it the Polish guy up front? They got what Vikos? Yeah, he's he's been involved in the last four four goals they've scored or something, and he's assisting yeah. and stuff. So. I don't know. Maybe you know a revitalised Eric Dyer can just like you know put him in his back pocket and or Romero. It's, it seems like the kind of like you know, the kind of challenge Romero would like the physicality of of like somebody like that. So I'm not that worried about. Well, yeah, probably cursed it now, but I'm not like I'm not that worried about <laughs> about Burnley. I am a bit more concerned about Leeds because I don't know what you get, and I really like Bielsa. I think Bielsa is just like yeah, maverick, and you just don't know what you're going to get. And uh, mm. yeah, mm. and it's early, you know, like you know, like Saturday after a Wednesday night, you know, we're, we're first game of the weekend kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, uh, but I think we should win at Burnley, and then you know, Leeds. Who knows? As I say, who so, knows? Who knows what you're going to get? Get with Leeds. It's Leeds a lunchtime yeah. kickoff. Yeah, it's quite, it half is twelve. 12, 30. Half 12. Yeah. Brilliant, half eleven. That's easily watchable. Excellent news. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing, because I haven't seen any of the highlights from today yet, and the Burnley result three 0 You think, wow, they stormed it, but their xG was led zero point eight two. So they've managed to fashion three goals seemingly out of not very much, um, which is a concern because that's normally what they do against us if they ever score as well. Um, but yeah, I think we've got a, a good chance against them, and then and then Leeds is. Is winnable. I hate I hate Sean Dyche. I yeah, Sean Dyche can just do one getting a bin. Is, is this just gonna be the pod where you just list everybody you hate, Paul? Yeah, it is, because I'm absolutely buzzing on, on life and it, it you know, I don't focus on the good things and whatever. I focus on the bad things. You're like, I'm a bit too happy, I need to bring myself to yeah, myself exactly, out again by yeah. thinking about all the things I hate it's in like, life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sean Dyche. It's a Tottenham mindset, isn't it? We're happy. Yeah. We've won three two, and and so sorry, I've interrupted you, Paul. Why don't you like no. Sean Dyche? No, it's, it's, it's a story I've told before. But uh, you remember Dyer was down with appendicitis, <laughs> and Skip got his uh, his debut. We were at yeah. Wembley, yeah. So I was very very fortunate. Thank you, Celia, uh, to have some tickets right behind the benches at Wembley. And uh, Joe Hart was in goal for Bur- for Burnley, and uh, Dyche just told everybody to slow it down. I think the ball, I think the ball was in in play for that game for like two thirds, like sixty seven or sixty eight minutes, you know. And just like Dyche, and I just kept shouting like Sean, Sean. I got a really loud voice when I have to, and like the physios were turning around, and like I'm, I'm sure I'm, I keep going like Sean, like what the fuck are you doing? What? Come on, play the game properly. And I'm that close to the bench, I'm sure he could hear me, and he, he just. It's the only time I've been really triggered at football for the last couple of seasons, but that's why I don't like Sean Dyche. And Joe Hart took 91 seconds to take a free kick. 91 <laughs> seconds, because I looked at it on my watch. Now, if that doesn't annoy you, being a football purist, we don't follow this club if we don't like good football. Uh-huh. Um, if not, 91 seconds doesn't annoy you for Joe Hart to take a free kick, then football's not for you. I think if yeah, if your argument is Burnley are the embodiment of the negative football we hate, and yeah. that is all in his vision yeah. of how he wants them to play football, then that's enough reason to take Sean Dyche. That's but, a lot more succinct than me ranting for ninety seconds. 
<laughs> just you just mugged me right off in front of all the cheese says like while I'm like blumbering and you've like done it in like 15 words thanks very much yeah no worries that's what I'm here for <laughs> <laughs> well I think I think we might be getting through a pod about Franco slagging off children in some way shape or form so I think that's a good result as well he must be in a good mood <laughs> well tomorrow I'm going trampolining with my nephew so you know if I'd have done this a day later then I might have had some good Something good to talk about, but no, sadly not. All right, cheeses. Uh, let me just quickly mention football prizes. Uh, we've got some great stuff on there this week. Um, uh, there's a Leeds United and against Spurs hospitality tickets. There's Everton against Spurs hospitality tickets. And there's also the man of the moment, Mr. Harry Kane. Get a Harry Kane signed and framed White Hart Lane street sign, um, which is in a nice mounted frame with some f- with a photo montage, as always. That's three ninety five. the tickets for that. There's only 65 available, so that's a really good opportunity to win that. And that closes on Tuesday, the 22nd of Feb at 7.30. Roughly half the tickets are sold. So get in there before they all sell out at footballprizes.co.uk. Right, listen out for... It's going to be a very smug caller tomorrow night or Monday night. Um, look out for that because he's going to be very smug about Conte and he's going to be very smug about the fact we won. And he's just generally quite smug, isn't he? So it'll be a smug overload from caller. He'll also be, he'll also be smug because Winks didn't play. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's just got too many reasons. So, you know, I'm going to avoid it. But I, I, I tell you all to, to get on board. Watch the YouTube video on Monday night. I don't know what we're going to do Wednesday because, like, Brent is somewhere in South America at the moment. So I think that means I'm going to have to be doing it. He left his, lost his credit card. <laughs> that was an amazing in, story. Did you read that? Mexico City <laughs> Airport and somehow managed somebody handed it in. And he was just, he's, he's lucky that it wasn't cloned and spent on loads of things that he would have got in trouble for. That's all I'm saying. Mexico, Mexico City Airport is about the size of a small town. Probably where you come from in East Anglia, Franco. It's massive, that airport. It's fucking huge. I've been there twice. And, uh, of all the people in there, and then Bren, if you, if you know someone's going to lose something, it'll be Bren probably. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, the point is, I'm going to have to probably pod on with midweek. So um, look out for that. All uh, right. Anyway, Paul, thanks ever so much for joining. Um, no problem. Have a nice evening. Try not to go and tra- track down any footballers you don't like and beat them up. <laughs> no, thanks very much. And uh, yeah, as uh, Padre said a couple of weeks ago, uh, good times are coming. Keep the faith. And enjoy your day tomorrow, trampolining, Franco. I will do I'll send you some footage (laughs) thanks ever so much for joining even though you weren't going to when we were losing well that is that is I'm getting my lawyers on that one you can't say that you can't you you actually sent me a message saying do you mind podding and I I thought you know because of the in-depth intellectual analysis that's on the pod exhibited every week by your good selves I just said well I haven't watched the first 40 minutes I didn't want to let you down Franco I didn't want to let down That's the it. cheese room. And now you're making you, me out to be some kind of S, S Club 7 bandwagon jumper <laughs> kind of person. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do today. I've got a mate of mine who's a massive Chelsea fan who hates Tottenham. He's having a few farewell drinks. I'm getting that Spurs shirt on and I'm going to the Neutral Bay Bolo. Happy days. Definitely. Maybe take yourself a little ghetto blaster or something with some Chaz and Dave on there as well. Walk in with that plane. When your old girl starts talking, she don't give it a rest. Rabbit, 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 rabbit. It's, it's only one song. That's got to be Aussie's dream. Especially as exactly. we just beat Man City 3-2. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Top stuff. Also, Cheeseheads, if uh, you fancy it, join up to our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Choose Your Own Podcast. You get to chat to us all. Additional content and merch is on its way. I've put the order in, so that'll be with you as well. Get involved, patreon.com forward slash Choose Your Podcast. Right, 
Until next time, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.